Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Full Coverage, a podcast by beauty lovers for beauty lovers. We are your hosts. I'm professional makeup artist Harriet Hadfield, and we have the unprofessional beauty junkie, Lindsay Kelk. Happy Christmas! Happy Christmas! Happy holidays! Happy holidays! (laughs) It's not too early. No, no, I mean, definitely not now. Yeah, it's practically like next Christmas already. By my standards. All year I'm just waiting for you to talk about Elf. That's my whole year. I've already watched it. Of course you have. Of course you have. That's all I'm waiting for is for when you've started watching Elf, that means it's officially Christmas. I even watched a film about Elf being filmed. Oh, wow. Wow. Have you watched That's my dedication. Isn't there like a Buddy the Elf sequel thing, an animated sequel as well, I think now? I don't know how I feel about that. You don't stand by that. If it's not Will Ferrell, I'm not really interested. Fair enough. I don't know if he's the voice. He might be. I don't know. I did. I went to see it on Broadway. I think we talked about this last year, Ooh. and it was like not good. <laughs> but you know, but like, I went. <laughs> rude not to. I'd go and see the Snowman, and I know it would never be the same. Yeah. Oh, I love the yeah. Snowman. I'm thinking about putting it on on Christmas. I don't think Jeff's ever seen it. <gasps> oh, that's a classic Christmas day. I like I a know. Snowman on Christmas day. <laughs> like a Snowman. I like a Snowman. It sounds like a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, like I also a snowman. in that case would enjoy a Snowman um, <laughs> all of all days. But yes, it's days. Christmas. Yay! It's Christmas time. Love it. Christmas. Favorite so time of year, hands down. Dave always thinks I'm going to get bored of it, like by starting early. And I'm like, it's just impossible. I think that's what you want to happen, but it won't for me. What you're saying is I'm going to ruin it for you, (laughs) (laughs) but it doesn't for me. So sozzies. (laughs) No, I know Jeff. um, Jeff is usually more reticent to allow me to start as early as I'd like to, because normally we have to start day after Thanksgiving. This year I got away with starting a couple of weeks early uh, because of it being the worst year ever of all time. Um, I was allowed to start putting stuff up but when I got all the stuff out I realized how very many Christmas jumpers I've got that I really had to start early (laughs) otherwise I'm making a mockery of my own purchases so do I mean like I think the earlier the better but I'm sure I'm sure everyone listening to this is feeling very Christmassy now I hope you are I hope you're feeling Christmassy I hope so and you've got Pad the pod dog. I pod dog is in the house. Eyes. Yeah, he. I knew he was going to do this. He just sat at me like scratching at my thing being like, let me out, let me out, I, I can hear Lindsay. It's probably because he recognises your voice. He gets really excited. He's like, oh, a person that's not my owner's. Ooh. I haven't seen you since March, Pad. That's you were the last pod time. dog I saw. The last any dog I saw that He's I knew. He's grown a whole millimetre. <laughs> Oh, I don't actually Anderson know if that's is true. here. Podcat is in the room, but he's Podcat asleep in, in the, the house. Yeah, I think yeah. Pad will be asleep. He loves it when Ronnie's out the house. He's like, <laughs> Dave's gone for a drive just to drive nowhere, but with the dog. <laughs> I mean, have I ever heard anything more 2020? Like, Dave's <laughs> Hashtag just 2020. Gone just gone for, for a, a drive. drive. <laughs> when he can't handle it anymore, he's like, I'm just going for a drive. <laughs> it feels like, like, then. like an angry housewife in the 1950s. I think he puts like thrash metal on to like get out the Christmasness <laughs> that I just like consume him with. It really is. I know we're not, you know, no one's pro smoking, but it's a real shame he doesn't smoke. That you just go and oh, drive around having a cigarette. 100%. And it really would add to the picture, wouldn't it? It would it just would. be beautiful. It really oh, would. Dave, Dave. Oh, well, Dave. We've got an exciting Christmassy episode. Not really. Um, it's exciting. We're going to make it Christmassy. 
Um, for our main feature today, we're having a non-Christmassy but really quite fabulous chat with Renee Rouleau, uh, yes. which is exciting. I fangirled on her a little bit, which I think made things a bit awkward, uh, but mainly for her, not not me. Um, so it's all right. I got really excited because she's got pink hair and she lives in Austin Ooh. and she rides a motorbike. Oh. And I think all those things are really cool. Tick, tick, um, tick. Yeah, I don't know how much she liked being told that I thought those things were cool, but I do. So who doesn't like compliments? Uh, so I'm sure yes. it was lovely. We had lovely chat. She answered a lot of questions about skincare, told us about her journey through skin and how she ended up where she is, which actually is really interesting. Um, and I have been using some of her products and I'm like upsettingly in love with quite a lot of them. You know, when you get a whole yeah. new brand and you're like, I might like one or two things. And then you're like, yeah. oh God, it's all really good. Um, yeah. So we'll talk about that another time. Um, but what, first, before we get to that, I think it is important we just indulge in some Christmas joy, roll around in it, slather ourselves in it, rub it all over our bodies and I'm talk about that. what we would like to see under our Christmas tree this year. Oh... I mean, I being the nerd that I am, Lindsay, I feel like it's become we we know this is my my jam is nerdiness. So there's been cloth and paper purchases. I feel like what's been happening for me with makeup is I've just gone back to my depotting again. I feel like nice. I don't want more makeup. I want more things to depot it into. That's nice. my happy place. So <laughs> if Dave could like get in touch with the artist kit company, that would be great. <laughs> just get me loads it of things hard, to depot. Because I feel like all my Christmas presents this year are going to be on Jeff. Yes, uh, no I'm pressure, only seeing Jeff. Jeff. We're not going anywhere. It is. It is a lot of pressure. It mm. is, I, and I don't feel bad about telling him that because he had to deal with my fortieth birthday. And let's all remember, he bought me a record player, uh, which I'm sure there are lots of people at home going like, "Oh, that's a nice present," and it is. But also, he bought me a record player. Um, if it makes so you there... feel better, I had a friend whose boyfriend worked at Cash Converters and every year he would buy her an electrical goods that was either a toaster or a coffee. Like it was legit something that was an electrical goods. Want, and I it? was like, oh, this this is problematic because she doesn't yeah. want, those are lovely things, but she does not want those things. No, there comes a time when you have to explain. <laughs> and the thing is like, I know a lot of people do that for gifts, like Jeff's brother and his wife, they tend to only give each other practical gifts and that's their jam and they're totally into it yeah and that's awesome but if it's my, your jam yeah my gifting thing is you should give someone something that they want that's probably what a, they need. a treat <laughs> yeah that not exactly what they want and not necessarily what they need and something they probably mm. wouldn't buy themselves so if it's something that like was required by the household yeah like it's not the time it's not the time yeah uh, and we we politely have had that conversation pre-christmas uh, that's nice so, um, I'm excited, but um, I don't really, I don't think I asked him for any makeup or beauty stuff because I don't trust him. So these might have to be some self-gifts. I'll have uh, a word. But... Yeah. <laughs> I'll be your fairy you godmother. Your fairy yeah, godmother. I mean, very Christmas simple. Um, I mean, I feel like a solid option always for anyone ever is candles. I was literally going to say, I still get excited by a candle because let's face it makeup is one of those things that so many of us have so many of us have so much of and i'm yeah. definitely trying to like really focus on shopping my stash at the minute and use things up but candles i am guaranteed to use it up like i literally yeah. go through a candle a month if not sooner because i always yeah. burn them because they're such a big part of my self-care routine 
they create a nice atmosphere when I'm working. So mm-hmm. I really rely on candles. And for me, it's such, like you said, you always feel so guilty buying yourself like an expensive one. Whereas yeah. when it's, a, and I'm not saying it has to be an expensive one when it's a gift, but if it's a nice one, yeah. that's always pretty special. I just, I'll never get tired of candles. What candles are on top of your candle wish list at the moment? Um, I always... I do love um, Burning Rose by Byredo. Um, it's yeah. I've had it like three times and I'm still not bored of it. Like there are some scents that I just, again, they invoke that feeling of warmth. And I know that one especially just makes me feel cozy. Plus they always have it on in Glossier. And I always used to walk in and be like, <laughs> How, is it a Glossier smell they've made for the store? Yeah. Which obviously you can That's buy so Glossier funny. U. Um, but I'm quite also into that. I think it's called Treehouse. They do like a room spray and a diffuser mm-hmm. thing, which I, I my friend had the other day in his bog which was nice nice and I thought oh I think I want one of those (laughs) yeah I do like a diffuser I hadn't thought about that a diffuser is a good option as well yeah um yeah I mean you can't go wrong with a diptyque I will can't go wrong with a diptyque I always look at the calendar every year but it always sells out oh my god I came so close to buying it this year that I was like you know what this it's is the been year. A hard year. You've worked really hard. It, you you had to be forty on your own in a room, so it's like and it's Christmas. You're having it, and I just couldn't do it. Like I just couldn't spend the money. Yeah, it's I was so same. much money. And then I was like, there's probably going to be candles that I'm not super into, and would yeah. it be better just to buy a couple of the candles that I love and treat myself that way? And then I didn't do that either because the <laughs> other one I would it. say actually that I think is a much more affordable version, but so, yeah. still feels really like is Boy Smells. Boy Smells is yes. definitely definitely an incredible one i think their full-size candle is like 35 dollars, which yeah i know it's still a lot of money but if you compare it to like a hundred dollar by radio one oh, it's like half the price of the diptyque yeah yes it's a lot more affordable and i think the kush smell i mean there's there's all mm-hmm. different ones and they are just all gorgeous and they have because i think the thing is when you have a quality candle you really do notice the smell like kicks yep. out through your whole house it is you know it really like that smell really does yeah. create an environment the throw, I say scent, the throw not... of the scent the throw of i got the very scent. into candles when i considered setting up a candle instagram earlier I remember in the year those days. remember that yeah i started an account and then just couldn't be bothered to do that <laughs> <laughs> like me with my planner account it lasted I mean, all of I two know. months oh my god two i months. went to all the hassle of creating the icon and did all of it and set up the account and then i just couldn't be bothered to do it it was too much work um but I, I do love me a candle. So yes, the throw of the scent is very important. Yeah, and the burning, how you've got to get to burn clean. And you've got yeah, to get so to burn what, even. Do you have tips for this? Because is it just trimming the wick regularly? It's trimming the wick is like so important, lol. Um, and um, <laughs> burning it on an even surface, like making sure it is on an even surface. Because if mm. it tilts either way, like the wax will pour. As it melts, the wax will tilt. And then it won't burn straight. I know. It's, I She's mean, in her it's element. You can turn into a euphemism. But uh, oh. yeah, I get dead excited about my candles. Um, yeah. But yeah, I do. They just I make love you feel good. Smells. Yeah, and they've got some nice Christmas gift sets as well. Space NK had a three candle set that was had a bit of a saving <coughs> on it. If you want yeah. to try it out for the first time. Um, they make great yeah, brush holders as well when you finish yes. with them. I always think I've repurposed. I think I have literally three in front of me that hold all my brushes. So they always yeah. get repurposed for something, which is nice I use too. the tiny baby um, diptyque candles like there's a set of six that is out for Christmas and they um I use those tiny baby ones to put beauty blenders in. It's adorable. Q oh, tips are nice in there as well. I feel like yeah. there's there's so many options. Look at that. We've just made cost per use on a very expensive candle, basically free. Yeah, uh, we've so if you haven't incentivized yourself, it. Yeah, you haven't got to do it. We've enabled that. Um are there any techie gifts or anything you're after that you've been thinking about? Because I've been like, I mean, same as you, I'm like not 
massively there's a couple of makeup bits that I wouldn't mind receiving because I don't really want to pay for them myself mm. um but then I end up starting looking at like oh techs and gadgets and shenanigans yeah and normally I would say yes I think my problem is like I feel like I've been buying more like set like I've got really into secondhand shopping again like like the real real I'm kind of obsessed with um which is dangerous because you think oh I'm doing so much good because it's secondhand and then you keep buying more stuff hashtag Mori Kondo <laughs> and hashtag get rid of it all um that's yeah. another episode but I think I did, <laughs> I did treat myself to a second who needs two label makers in their life you do I you, do you um so I upgraded I always get questions about I love that like if you were to look at my frequently asked questions I would have to include what label maker do you use it's <laughs> one of my most frequently asked questions it is the first thing I think of when I think of you <laughs> and I decided to up my game I was like oh I want white cartridges that have white font and I can change my font so I brought a brother and that to me felt techie I feel like I think oh, that counts yeah that counts. So, so I I mean, that's cheating because I've already brought it myself, but that was something I got oh, very excited about is, being delivered. <laughs> self-gifting is very allowed this year. Oh. I, like, when I talked to Alice Hart Davis, she gave me a massive beauty boner for light therapies. Um, and I know I can't have it. Like, I know I can't have it, but she talked about this, uh, a light, uh, it's called the Dermalux Flex. Um, and it's like an at-home light therapy device, but it's spa quality level. And she had used it use it for 20 minutes a day and because of lockdown she was using it every day and she mm. went and like had her skin analyzed before and she had it analyzed after and it had like taken oh. nine years off her skin what nine years off her skin um okay it's i have like one and i'm gonna grand. start using it again <laughs> this is it. i'm like well this one's like a super fancy one and it's, yeah mine wasn't it's, two grand <laughs> this is it it's two grand so it's like obviously i'm not gonna spend two grand on this but then i like fully have sat there and been like well you haven't had any facials or treatments or anything and like if it's that good and you'll use it every day and you just lay there while you're using it maybe you would and i was i can't i cannot do it yeah um but I have been like very intrigued in stuff like that, like light therapies. I know there's the Dr. Dennis Gross mask as well. That's yeah. a lot cheaper. Um, obviously, probably, probably, obviously, I don't know because I haven't compared the two, <laughs> but less uh, immediately impactful uh, than the uh, Dermalux Flex. Dermalux Flex. I just like saying Derm Dermalux Flex as well. It looks like something out of Superman. Um, yeah, mine's pretty freaky. It's pretty like yeah. Dave was like, "What the beat?" <laughs> he was like, "Hell no, not in the bedroom." <laughs> it's just like, nope, nope, nope. And I was See, like, I'm, "Oh, go on." I'm a spiteful pig, and I would be like, "I will only wear it in the bedroom." So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, look at the lols at this. Though. You can't see my face, and it's got a red light under it. I've been using Iron my Man. new face. I've been using my new face a lot um, since I talked to Tara and. Um, Jeff hates it. He hates it so much because it beeps like every five seconds to tell you you've like completed your pass. And he Love hates it. it so much and he won't say anything. <laughs> but like we'll be sat watching a film and then I'll be like... <laughs> and I can just see every time it beeps, he like flinches a little bit, but he says nothing. And I'm like, it is my face. This is for my face. Um, but I do enjoy it. I remember when we talked to April from Vintner's Daughter and she was yes. talking about it. And I, like every time I see her on social media, I'm like, oh, she looks so good. <laughs> like, I know. I well, and I love that she had day. hers like five years, which I thought was a really good, yeah. like, spot. it was a really good advert for it because she was like, oh my yeah. God, mine's like five years old, but it's still amazing. And I was yeah, like, yeah, no, same. I went back. I looked in my orders as to, because like emails are forever. I looked at when I bought it and um, I bought mine eight years ago and it's yeah. still like as new. Like, it's still perfect. Um, I think if so you're like a proper so skin enthusiast, that is like a great present. If you know someone who's yeah. like, 
a hundred percent just about skin and they are and like, like if you're gonna use it like that's exactly is it like don't buy it and then not use it it's such a, like i remember i did all this at the time like i bought the clarisonic and then i just never used it and i ended up yeah. giving it to a friend who like loved it and hers broke so i was like just like i'm not ever gonna use it and i know it yeah um, but I am trying to get back into the habit of using it because it is only five minutes a day. And at the minute, like, I've for sure got five minutes where I'm yeah, sat yeah. on my bum. Um, <laughs> and I just use it with aloe vera. Like, I don't rebuy the serum. I just use yeah. aloe vera gel and it's great. Um, but, yeah, techie stuff I think is good. It's a good investment gift I would like to receive. I think bath stuff I would yeah. be happy to receive. Pamper time. Doing a lot of bath. Anything self-carey, like candles, yeah. bath stuff. I've been leaning into like... being a big child and doing like a lot of bath bombs. <laughs> like... <coughs> I feel like that's the eighties child in us as well. Like the sort yeah. of wanting to throw a bit bath pearls. I'd love a bath pearl. We've had this conversation before, haven't we? And you used to get like pick a mix bath pearls and yeah. boots. You'd be able to yeah. choose so like, dolphin ones and then star ones. <laughs> it made you oh. feel dead fancy. You know, I'd even go days. for a bottle of Matey. I, I won't lie. I could totally I go for a bottle of Matey. My grandma used to collect those. She used to have all Aww. of them. Yeah, nice. Cute. Like as kids, we'd love seeing them all. My brother always got the blue one and I always got the pink one and the blue one smelt better. So I would always get dead angry about it because I'm like, do not enforce gender norms on us, Janice. <laughs> I, I didn't say that. <laughs> I should have. Um, but yeah, like very into bath stuff at the moment. And like, I'm trying to think what else. I think I know what is a good gift, which I think some oh. people maybe like know, Harry, but I still think when I receive it, it makes me feel dead bougie. And I'm not going to lie, I still fill it up with cheap shit afterwards is when you get an Aesop soap. Aesop Dude, soap. that's the next thing on my list. I'm going to show you my list. It is like, you can't see it's on my phone, but it's the yeah. next thing on my list. Literally, like <laughs> you can't, I think the thing is like, it, I feel like Aesop soap is like the Hermes bag of yeah. canned soaps. Yeah. And oh, it's yeah. like, if you have it, you just look like you've got your shit together. It's like the biggest <laughs> illusion. Like, just get it a I friend know. who's struggling and be like, it's all right. Put your Aesop yeah. hand soap in front, in, in full view, and yeah. no one will ever know. It's like, you don't even need to meditate or journal. You just or need anything. Aesop just hand soap. Once a day, go in and stare at that soap and yeah. be like, I fucking made it. I have like, literally, when I see my Aesop soap, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a big deal with my I Aesop. I've got the soap at the moment, but I have still got the hand cream um and i remember one of my friends came around to drop something off she did a draw step drop and then she was like i've got to have a wee and i was like you can have a yeah, cozy, yeah. friendly wee that's allowed i'll go in the other room up. yeah she was like i didn't think i'd need to go and i've got to go and i'm like it's fine i'll go and stand in the other room and she went for a wee and she came out and she's like oh i can't believe you got ace up hand lotion and i was like well i didn't buy it for myself but thank you <laughs> like but then and, like, the best thing is felt better about herself I think the funniest thing is now I remember pre-COVID like uh, some mm -hmm. friends had come around for dinner and our friend had like obviously gone to the loo to use it and I'd got the cheap shit in there. I'd got some nice. 99p We've lavender stuff from uh, traders or whatever and he came out and he went, oh, I do love Aesop. It is, it's worth it, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, joke's You're on like, you. Oh my God, it's so worth it. I've got... Um, uh, that bottle's like two years old now and it's still... <laughs> yeah, my, my, I, I was totally doing that. I was 100 no shame with Mrs. no Myers. shame here um and my the bottle gummed up to the point where i just couldn't keep washing out i was like it's gotta go we've gotta let it go but i've still got the lotion um i've been using a method method hand soap um nice that's like a coke it's coconut water i think it's called but it is like the nicest smell i'm fully aware you probably can't give people method hand soap for christmas unless you make it like 
a pack or like a, a be fair, goodie I bag of mind stuff. That. I feel like I, I like upset. stuff. I'm down. Yeah, I mean, like you make a goodie pack of like different soaps or so or candles and stuff. Maybe include it in that. I guess if I just got one bottle of that from Jeff, I'd it, I might get upset. Um, but it like is it's like when I had that um, sheer moisture soap bar in the middle of the year when I was obsessed with the smell of that sheer moisture mm. soap bar i'm obsessed with the smell of this hand soap it smells so good it makes me want yeah. to wash my hands a thousand times so i do love yeah, that i think it's funny actually because i'm thinking now about the things that like i haven't brought myself but i actually use all the time and it is candles it is my when yeah. it was Aesop hand hand soap and then also i have a byrado rose hand cream by my bed nice. and it is so thick and luxurious and again i, I can't you know like we've always said like it's the experience part of beauty yeah. especially when you're gifting i think is much yeah. different than thinking about being more sustainable and things like that and there definitely are brands that are incorporating that into gifting this yeah. year which is great but i know for me there's some there's certain brands that i just love their story i love the yeah. kind of uh, you know the experience of it and i know when i get like a byrader candle like you can always smell it outside the box and you're like oh my god yeah, yeah, it smells yeah. so good it's gonna be something that smells really good um <laughs> and the hand creams especially like i've had the heating on a lot recently um don't judge me mom i know it's like 23 <laughs> like, you've gone soft but it's bone cold Came on you. It's bone freezing. Cold. there's no the humidity <laughs> um but my ha- my knuckles have started to dry a lot and i feel like i put that on every night and it just again it makes yeah. like the bedroom smell nice and it's just it feels good it feels good to feel good yeah it feels good to feel good but that's the gifting thing as well like there's brands i would never buy like i'm not going to buy myself the la mer lip balm i'm not going to buy myself the la mer hand you sure about that (laughs) i'm not sure because i have 100 percent bought myself that lip balm before but like in duty free in days of old Mm. um like i couldn't do it now it used to be 30 dollars, or it was 30 pounds i can't remember Mm -hmm. i used to get it at duty free and now i looked at the other day because i was going to get it for somebody and it's like 60 dollars, and i'm like you are having a laugh friends but then i still bought it for my friend because i know she loves it and then i was like i hate myself be grateful um, but again like yeah i wouldn't necessarily buy it for myself but i would totally buy it as a treat because it's like i'm not i'm trying same as you i'm like pulling back on my spending i'm very much shopping my stash i'm looking at where yeah. i can cut back where i don't need to spend 60 dollars <laughs> um but for a gift i would 100 percent do it because there is something yeah. about opening a present and seeing like seeing la mer and you'll be like like yeah. it would make me all giggly in a way that it would not yeah. make me giggly to spend nice. that money myself um so i think they are just hit my microphone because i'm professional um <laughs> but that's like yeah hand creams i think are really nice we've actually got an indie brand hand cream at the moment that i'm obsessed with jeff's mm. assistant bought it for him um he's, he's just not got like an assistant it's his work like <laughs> i feel like only for now it's not just like someone that does things for us it is his actual work does he get him orange juice without pulping <laughs> It's a lady, and she would not, <laughs> which is why I enjoy her because she tolerates. She's got a sod of off Jeff, yeah, yeah, I love her. Um, but no, uh, she is from Montana, and she went up to Montana in summer, and she brought this amazing Montana hand cream, and I think it's called Montana Mud. Um, I'll put it in the notes because I'm obsessed with it. It's like a lavender, mm. but it's very, very light scent, and it's mm. so pretty. And it, I love putting it on at bedtime. It makes me feel very bedtimey. And we love an indie brand. We, we love, love an indie brand. An indie. Yeah, I'd add to that, actually. I have a really nice indie brand that I've ordered from. So they haven't arrived yet, but I've had a play with them before. And I was like, I'm. G-. this was kind of my present to myself. My rule was like, I'm going to, if I'm treating myself, it's going to be like an indie brand. So um, I brought the Noto Botanics. Um, I brought their, I can't remember what it's called now. It's like, a, it's, you know how like there was that moment where like Benetint from um, Benefit was like the big yeah. deal, like way back when this is almost like a stain rouge and I was like oh wait I'm just obsessed with I'll always return to multi-purpose products like yep, for me yep, yep. I use them up I hit pan on them 
Um, so I got her little kind of like, she has different tones as well, which I really Ooh, like. So there's different like versions that. of like the rouge. And I went for like a burnt orangey like red. And then I went for her little highlight stick. And you can either get them in a glass pot or you can get them in like a little lip balmy type applicator. Ooh. So you can like use a little bit and then you can have like your pot at home, doing a little hand dance. And I'm excited <laughs> about those to arrive. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about those. I brought myself. Yeah, they sound very nice. I, I do every so often I will um, invest in a bottle of Benetint because I remember how much I loved it. I always loved it on the lips. Yeah, so I, I I still love it. I feel like I, do you know, I actually don't think I own one anymore. I, think I haven't got I've one at the England, moment. But you're yeah. making me want to like, I, I'm really I know, desperate sorry. to like rediscover like all my like teenage and 20s, like the age of my 20s, like here beauty heroes. Yeah, that's what are still about. And the benefit is, uh, I mean, like there's so many urban decays. We talked about this a lot. We've been talking about yeah. this a lot in the Facebook group and on our Instagram this week. We do. Um, but after you know talking about urban decay with wendy and like all the products gone by urban decay does discontinue stuff and stuff does go away but benetton benetton benefit does tend to keep stuff around um, yeah actually that's a good option because that came back this year maybe baby came back this year and i 100 percent bought myself a bottle of maybe baby as the, just the <laughs> charlie <one>. red <laughs> oh god I, i've got I've still charlie, got red. charlie red body spray um but i did buy a bottle of baby baby for nostalgia purposes in the middle of summer and it made me really happy it made me really happy oh, but it. that's the beauty of it as well when you get a memory because yeah. i think for me especially like and come back to the candles thing and i think scent is definitely like if you're buying someone a natural perfume that's definitely a harder one because you've kind of got to have an idea if they already yeah. like it or if it's in the kind of family of tones they like but certain things do just evoke memory and I think that's yeah. really nice if something is tied to someone's wedding day or an anniversary or something like that yeah. that's always a nice one just lovely just lovely um and then I think my last one that I'm gonna go for um is nail polishes because I've got purple. right back I got into nails at the beginning of lockdown and then yep. I got really lazy um, and now I've just got back into nails and they're all glittery. Look, I'm showing oh, you nails. You always have I good nails. I did glitter nails. I was so Whoa. proud. It's the I first know. time I've managed to do glitter gel nails myself. That's amazing. Um, I love that. And I was dead proud. So like, I would definitely be happy. And I did put that on my list for Jeff. Mm -hmm. And I bet it's one thing that he does not choose to tangle with. Um, <laughs> but I put CND shellac polishes because for my money, having tried basically every brand of gel polish this year, um, shellac is the best for yeah. me I find it lasts longest seals best I know it's love funny it. isn't it because they're not made equally like I feel like as well there are some brands of nail polish like for example I love Essie colors I love mm -hmm. their gel couture which actually isn't a gel polish but it's such a yeah. good long lasting polish and I love their regular polish however I'm really sorry Essie but your gels are pants they are so yeah. watery agreed agreed and someone said to me that like I think as well because certain companies like if it's not their speciality if gel isn't what they do like as yeah. a speciality the same level of like technology and money isn't put into them so sense. really avoid like I, I, and it's funny because I use Essie nail polishes like all the time like the mm -hmm. the one called gel couture I love that top coat and yeah. I would say like 50% of the shades I have I literally formula. can name like a ton of Essie yeah. shades off the top They're of my head because so I good. love Essie so much like Tarte Deco gel polish like, no it's beautiful yeah <laughs> it's and so watery it, it's just too many layers and too many coats and then when you end up with that many coats it just peels off yeah because um, I got Essie excited gels. that they do they do the same colors in the yeah. gels as they do their regular but they are very very last. different yeah. No, shellac is the way to go for me. Um, and then I do the OPI ones I quite like. They're the I other like way. OPI. OPR is really, really thick. Um, mm. So you can quite often get away with one coat of the gel. 
but yeah. that is so expensive opi is like way more expensive than shellac i don't know is why it? yeah it's like five dollars more a bottle and then i'm like i am only doing it on me i'm not buying it for a salon so yeah that's a lot of money um Yikes. i do like the orly gel colors they're harder to get hold of yeah generally speaking but i mean it's gel so every, every we're getting everything online at the moment so i guess they're not that much more i know I, it's funny actually because i think in the same token of like self-care like for me nails became a really enjoyable thing through lockdown like i definitely yeah. um started doing but but i think i've gone the opposite way i always used to do gels and i've actually yeah. enjoyed like changing them up every like two three days Ooh, nice. um matilda on video has an amazing video about doing nails to make them last without gel so i really recommend you go watch that and one thing actually I did see thinking about it now that I'm like, oh, a good stocking stuffer that would be a very big stocking stuffer um, is, <laughs> there was a lot of puns in there, um, is I think uh, Olive and June came out with, yes. and I know this is going to sound really random, but they came out with like a foot stand. <laughs> so when you're doing a pedicure, you can yeah. like position your foot. And I'm not being funny, but that is a genuine like problem solver. Like you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we've all done that thing where your husband or your partner is like <laughs> watching you and is like, you're right there, love. Like you're about to fall off the edge yeah. of the sofa or like your dogs are licking your feet because you're trying to do one toe <laughs> and you're like, this is not, not, I need, this is why I get this done in the salon. Um, but I saw that and I was like, do you know what? I think I need that in my life. I think that's a really genius little hack. They come up as a Facebook ad for me every day. And now it's going to come up in like 10 seconds because we've been Sussies. talking about it. But yeah. they come up all the time. And I'm just, I'm always like, oh, do I want that? Do I want that? And the answer is yes. But yeah. as of yet, I've like refrained because I've been yeah. all about my gels. Um, but I am very pleased with my glittery gel nails. And Jeff's You like, did really well, Lindsay. They I'm look like, amazing. Can't. It was dead easy. I thought it was, it was going to be like much harder than it was, but I just did like the base coat and then one coat of a very light um, shellac. And then I cured both of those coats. And then I just did the thing where you press, you get the little like eyeshadow. We finally found a use for eyeshadow applicators. Yeah. Um, and you just dip it into the glitter and just press it, just press it very lightly until you've got a full coat, then cure that, then do the Love top it. coat. And it's totally smooth. It's not bumpy. It's all in there. Made me very, very, made me very pleased with myself. It was the one thing that I achieved yesterday that I felt good about <laughs> and it was enough. <laughs> the thing with gels as well, it's funny because you, they just take so much longer. I think that's the thing I know yeah. I'm committing to like, this had better last a week if I'm going to spend like <laughs> an hour doing this. Like I want at least a week out of this. And I, I feel like I still maybe it would last longer now that I'm not doing as much makeup work obviously because of lockdown mm -hmm. but they definitely I could never really make it last more than a week on me oh I can um it lasts longer when I'm not doing a lot of baths because I find yeah. that baths because if you soak it Soften, obviously yeah unless you've sealed it properly properly sealed it which I usually haven't because I don't cut my cuticles I can't be bothered mm. um and I do try and go around the edges with a brush um Mm. dipped in acetone to try and clean the edges up to make sure the edges seal nicely but your edges are never going to be as well done probably as they would be professionally yeah. so when water gets in there it's going to start peeling away um and this is the worst thing i will ever admit to uh in terms of beauty on this podcast is even if it doesn't last the pleasure i get from peeling it off oh i'm the same <laughs> it's like blasphemy but i'm sorry but it is the best you know feeling bad. in the world oh. and you just have to go like dead slow when it when it starts to peel you can't make it peel but if you get a little bit of a loose edge and you like dig your finger under it your nail under it and you're like it's you're like oh yes and you just gotta go slow and don't rip it don't tear it no. you don't damage your nail it is damaging your nail anyway <laughs> but i'm like if it's coming away it's coming away what choice do i have all the um, manicurists listening to us right now are like oh, i know i just know died. people are dead angry <laughs> but i'm like but then i do like 
like I will put oil on afterwards and I will protect it and I will like leave it for a while. After you've I destroyed don't... it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I don't rip it, so I try not to take any, you know, layers of nail off with it. Um, I try. Just like no, I'm just guilty. like gently encouraging it <laughs> once it's already started peeling itself away. Um, but yeah, oh man, it feels amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a good so feeling. Bad. So bad. No, it's good. I'm so guilty of that. That'll be my Christmas day. Sat watching elf. Sat peeling your nails. Watching the snowman <laughs> and then an elf double bill peeling my nails in my new party dress that makes me look like a dolly whilst Yay. eating Quality Street. It's going to oh. be the greatest Christmas ever. Happiness I've got no problem right with that. No, yeah. I'm, that sounds like <laughs> delightful. <laughs> oh dear. How's the pod dog? I feel like we need to check in on the pod dog. Oh, he's, he's, he's under a blanket, I think, somewhere. Oh, good. I can't oh, see where he is, but I can see a blanket gently moving up and down as he's breathing. Which... <laughs> I if hope it's not Paddington, I'm slightly worried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> That's a concern. He left the house. Amazing. Is there anything else you'd like to find under your tree this year? Oh, Lindsay, what wouldn't I like to find under my tree? Yeah, good question. But yeah, no, I think, like I said, my my aim this year and going into 2021 is to focus more on using up what I have. And I'm really trying to find that sweet spot of kind of less but better focusing yeah, on yeah. things that I know I love and if there's not so, and I think I'm trying to kind of move away from too much newness I think that is something that we're Hard all you know, it's so easy to get sucked into that we know we do a podcast so we know yep. there's like an element of you know sharing with you what we think is good and what's not but I would love to draw my attention back to things that already exist that are great yes. you know we talked earlier about kind of like you know the hero products and and I think as well, you know, in 2021, I'd like to discover more indie beauty brands. I'd like to yes. support brands who are working more towards sustainability. Um, and yeah, just just try and get more creative with what I've got. That's yeah. kind of my goal. Good call. Good yeah. call. Well, on that note, let us leave the Christmas tree. Let us wrap the presents. <laughs> the I quality streets are recalling. <laughs> oh my God, when are they not? Um, so we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with our chat with Renee Rouleau. Uh, and then we'll be back again because that's how this works. You've listened to this before. It's not yeah. your first time. Um, so we'll see you in a minute. <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. To start, I do want to say, Renee Rouleau, you are a woman after my own heart for many reasons. I've already just told you that I am super jealous of your life in Austin, Texas, because it's one of my favorite cities in the world. You're also a fellow pink hair person, which I want to get into. My pink hair has been a real casualty of, of 2020. <laughs> it was once pink and now it is just sad. Uh, you're also a motorbiker, which is exciting. Um, my, as I've already established, terribly professional research uh, suggests you took part in Babes Ride Out. 
Yes. Um, and I wrote about the first UK babes ride out I went on for Glamour magazine. So really, I feel you were a kindred spirit. I can't ride a motorbike. I've tried. It, it, it didn't happen. It went badly. Yeah. But I liked riding <laughs> on the back of someone else's motorbike. And I loved the female friendship. And it was just the best weekend of my life. And on top of that, you are a superstar esthetician which is pretty much the most, it makes you the best person. I think it might make you the best person. I don't know if you know that, but it does. Um, I just said I wasn't going to list all your achievements and embarrass you, and then I did it. But um, hello, we're so excited to have you on full coverage. This is the most exciting chat. I'm, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you, Lindsay. I'm super happy to be here. It's an honor. Oh, well, you say that. Wait, wait till the end of the chat before you make that decision. Um, so for our listeners who aren't uh, super familiar with you and with the brand, um, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah. Um, so I am an esthetician. I guess I could be called a celebrity esthetician, but I've been um, an esthetician for over 30 years. I started a skincare company um, when I was 26 years old, which was 24 years ago, called Renee Rouleau Skincare, where I started developing um, my own skincare line. And also at the time, I had a skincare spa in Dallas because that's where I started my company. Eventually, got uh, had a second location, and now um, uh, in the past two years, we've closed both of those and we're strictly an e-commerce company. So, um, so, uh, yeah, we're a hundred percent e-commerce direct to consumer. I'm not in any retail stores and that's been a strategic decision. And my line is based on nine different skin types. And so when I went to school to become an esthetician, you know, they taught us about skin types and it was just kind of dry, normal and oily. And then when I started working, um, skincare lines were catered to dry, normal, and oily. But as a practicing esthetician, I was like, wait a minute, skin's a little more complicated than this. And people have a few more concerns than just those three. And so I determined there were nine different types of skin. And um, so uh, I have built my skincare collection based on that philosophy. And so people can go to renerelo.com and take a quick and easy skin type quiz, be put into one of the nine skin types, and we have 50 products and they can get a curated routine at the end of taking the quiz. And so ultimately um, it's, they're gonna get better results for their skin because it's gonna target all of the needs. So kind of like perfect example is like, what if someone's like 32 and they still get breakouts, but yet they're getting wrinkles and it's like, what do you do there? Well, guess what? We have a skin type for that. So, and also adult acne is different from teenage acne. Getting occasional breakouts is different than a lot of breakouts. So even if you do use an acne routine, well, it doesn't ever take into consideration your age, how often you get breakouts, things like that. So it's pretty unique. And, and once people kind of find us, they're, they're really excited and they stay with us for a long time because we we've kind of cover all their needs. I took full, the quiz. Full coverage, full coverage. Yeah, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> good. I took the quiz and it did quite uh, correctly identify me as tired. I'm the first word that came up was like, you're tired. I'm like, I'm so tired. Uh, so thank you. Um, but yeah, I, I found it really uh, 
reassuring. I found the quiz reassuring. I think a lot of people have tried to copy what you've done with that kind of thing and it just mm-hmm. spits out very generic answers. And sometimes you go back and do it and you just get the same answer even though you answer different questions. Uh, yours does not do that, so thanks. <laughs> and it, it did, you. as I said, just very correctly say, you're 40, but you've still got breakouts and everything is dehydrated and sad. And I'm like, yes, that's not, I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> but <Yes>. basically, <laughs> number seven with a bullet, That's it was quite correct. Um, so where did your interest in skincare come from? So my grandmother uh, was a hairstylist and she used to own her own hair salon called the Powder Puff Beauty Shop. And so as a child, I was introduced to the beauty industry um, through her. She um, she actually did do like a facial. So when she was shampooing people's hair, she would um, in the shampoo sink, she would do this queen helene mint julep facial mask on them and so she was kind of uh you know she was a cosmetologist and when you're a cosmetologist Mm -hmm. you kind of touch on all things but yeah so i saw you know i was exposed to um you know a single mother who owned her own business and but still was helping people look good and feel good and that had a big impression on me and um So when it came time to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up, I knew that college wasn't my path. And I just had always um, really loved all things beauty. And it just, it felt perfect for me. And that was over 30 years ago. And what was it about Dallas that drew, that drew you in? (laughs) So (laughs) I, I, well, I moved every two to three years growing up. My dad was in retail and we moved a lot. And so change has been a big part of my life because I was forced to change my world all the time. And so at the time I was living in Boston, uh, Massachusetts, I actually had a skincare salon with a business partner that I started when I was 21. She was my mentor. We were coworkers and then left the salon and opened up our own place. So I've actually, my first business, yeah, I had from ages 21 to 26 and we had a very wow. successful skincare salon. We did start developing products together, but I was really itching for change in my personal life. And, and because I had moved so much, you know, staying somewhere for a few years is like, okay, I'm ready for a new, you know, change of scenery and I was really into country music and wanted to just try something different so I moved to Dallas all by myself so I sold my half of the partnership which was really hard because we were super successful and we got along so well and you know everything was going right but personally I just wanted a a change of scenery and so I sold my half of the company Um, her and I are still super good friends use that money um, to start Renee Rouleau in Dallas. And yeah, I didn't know anyone. I just, I just, Dallas just felt like, you know, country music and wide open spaces and friendly people and, you know, Southern hospitality. Those are all things that I thought sounded really fun. And I was there for 19 years. So that was a long time for me to be in one place, but I had a company. And so that kind of anchored me. And then five years ago decided that I could actually live somewhere else. And Austin, really was speaking to me. So I completely relocated my company. And so now we have uh, 11,000 square feet of office and warehouse space here in Austin. And we have a team of 19. And earlier this year, we got a, a recognition as the best company to work for in Austin. So that was super exciting. Oh, wow. Yeah, and that is a big, that's a huge deal because Austin has a lot of industry. It's like a really thriving city. That's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. I was super proud. Yeah, you, I, I sound like your mother. I'm like, you should be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing news. It sounds to me like you are someone who um, very much trusts your gut 
uh, and that you really follow your instincts, which I think is such a key skill and something that can be very hard for anyone. But I think particularly women, when we have a lot of messages coming at us, um, do you have any advice on how our listeners know when to jump and when to stick? Yeah. So, well, one of my favorite quotes, just kind of like, you know, for life in general, um, is when there's doubt, there's no doubt. And I love that quote just in anything in life, you know, when you're doubting something and something doesn't feel right, you know, when there's doubt, there's no doubt. So that's one of my favorite quotes. Um, we do personality profiling in my company. And I think that, and, and what, what the, the guy who runs it for us, he said, my profile, my personality profile is one of the profiles that is really, really good at having a gut instinct. So what I've realized is not everybody has a good gun, gut, gut instinct. I think I'm hardwired to have that. And so I tap into that as much as possible, where I think of somebody, and no one really knows if they have a good gut instinct, but I guess if your gut you're making decisions on your gut and you're continually wrong, then maybe that's not your yeah. strength. Right. <laughs> and, but for me, yeah. it's always like, I just feel it in my bones and, uh, yeah. and it's always just been a good guiding light for me. And I've always relied on my gut way more than, than data and, and someone giving advice. Like it's just what I know, I know. So. Yeah. It's one of those weird things, isn't it? To go from uh, being an esthetician working primarily on your own or with your partner but in one business to then running a company and it's a whole different skill set and it must be very strange to go from knowing well this is how I feel and how I behave and act in certain situations but then you have to realize that other people don't behave and act in that situation I think that's sometimes mm -hmm. a big realization for humans that like oh what? for not sure everyone feels this way yeah, yeah. Like, I thought we all worked the same way and it turns out not so much <laughs> yeah certainly running a company I always just say, if I could clone myself, you know, like over yeah, and over yeah. and have a bunch of mini me's, everything would be great. And because you kind of expect that people should think like you act like you do like you. And, but I've certainly realized that one, that's impossible that, you know, you can clone yourself that way. But, but secondly, what I really discovered is that you really do need your opposites. Right. And yeah. because those people bring something to the table that you don't have. So my strengths are going to be weaknesses for someone who's opposite, but vice versa, you yeah. know, their strengths are my weaknesses. And so my COO, for example, um, you know, he's just my work husband, my right hand and everything. And we're polar opposites, but it makes such a great, you know, team because, you know, he's my soft place to fall when I'm not good at something and vice versa. So it works out well. Yeah nice to balance each other out which takes us back to skincare um so just looking at the industry you've got so much experience you've been so hands-on for so long um what are the key uh things that have changed for you especially i guess in the last 10 years when there's just been a real catalyst for skincare blowing up uh, what are the big things that you have seen change yeah i think um the biggest thing is you know access to more education, right? Like people, people who are skincare enthusiasts, like there's no shortage of education out there and everyone's pushing out content. And, and so there's so much of an opportunity to learn. You know, when I, certainly when I started out, you know, you learn in school, then there's a couple books that might be out there. Um, but 
you know, there just wasn't an opportunity to learn like there is now. And I think it's great. I think, I think the downside of it is that you have a lot of conflicting opinions. And so it can actually be really hard for a skincare enthusiast, you know, whether they're an esthetician or somebody who's just loves skincare to kind of sort through what's right and what's wrong or, you know, and, but nothing's black and white. And that's the hard thing. I mean, you can go to a Mm -hmm. doctor and, you know, for, you know, a pain in your arm or something, and you could go and get three different opinions. And so, you know, sometimes there's not ever like, yeah, it's just not black and white a lot. So that makes it challenging. But yeah, I think it makes it challenging for people just to sort through what's, what's going to be right for them because they're getting advice, but skin is unique and, that advice may not work for them, but it could work for someone else. And so, yeah, just, just the access to great information. And I've had a, I'm doing my part. I've had a skincare blog since 2009. And so I've been a trusted source for people to educate themselves about how to best care for their skin. But yeah, just continuing education. There's just great opportunities for people to learn. There's so much, um, I hate to say it, we talk about this a lot on the podcast, but there's so much fear mongering in skincare right now and so much language of trying to not maybe scare people, but make people wary of things without ever really explaining what we're telling, you know, there's a lot of like, this isn't mm-hmm. in our product. I'm like, is, is, is it in any product? And the answer is no. Um, and obviously this a lot often gets grouped under clean beauty, she says in inverted commas, which kind of lets you know how I feel about that. Yeah. Um, where sure. is the Rene Rulo brand on the clean beauty she says again in inverted commas spectrum because I know people will ask and I uh, constant (laughs) yeah so um I have a whole blog post on my thoughts about it and I think so people you know it, it kind of is a big marketing push because so in in the world of product development you're there's basically the cosmetic chemist and then there's the marketing team. And, mm-hmm. you know, the cosmetic chemist and who's formulating the product is the one that is going, you know, is bringing the science to it. But then the marketing is all about selling it. And fear is a great motivator for people. And, um, yeah. and so it's clickbaity, you know, it, it brings eyeballs when you scare people. And by nature, people are fearful. And, um, and certainly like in the pandemic, I mean, it's just kind of exacerbated fear for people um, emotionally. And so, but so you kind of can't rely on the marketing department to really be selling it because at the end of the day, science wins, right? Marketing is Mm -hmm. fluff and it's, it's, and it's, um, tainted and it's not always accurate and uh but again like it's kind of i mean i hate to think of it like this way but it's like a used car salesman right He'll tell you whatever you need to hear to sell you the car yeah. right oh yeah this car's great a great engine in here and people tell you whatever you need to hear to get a sale and that's what marketing yes yeah. and but so behind the scenes the science doesn't lie and so i really think Um, you know, and I have access to all these cosmetic chemists I work with for years. And if you, people need to rely more on the science than, than the marketing. And so that's why I love that, like now cosmetic chemists are coming out 
from behind the scenes because they've always been buried, right? Nobody had access yeah. to hear a cosmetic chemist, you know, opinion. You know, they're kind of in the lab doing their thing and it's the marketing department that has the voice. And so now on social media, you'll see a lot of cosmetic chemists who are now having a voice and using social media to really tell the truth. And I think anybody who falls into a lot of, you know, the fear and, oh, that ingredient is bad. If you talk to a, you know, a cosmetic chemist, they're going to school you real quick because they're going to be able to pull up study after study after study. And you're going to kind of go, oh, and you kind of don't have a leg to stand on. And so, so the whole thing of like an ingredient is bad, you know, I think is, is just, you know, not, not good because it really, you know, anything can be bad for you if used in certain percentages or, you know, whatever. So, you know, it's uh, no skincare company is putting out products that are going to be unsafe. I mean, why would anyone do that? You know, so, I mean, I, I stand behind my products because I formulate them for products that I would use, right? Why would I want to... Yeah you know, why would I want to do something bad for someone? So, so yeah, so I have a a whole blog post that I wrote about, um, about, you know, kind of my thoughts on clean beauty, but, but ultimately I just think that the science wins. I think there is a lot of, um, you know, studies that are being done. And so ingredients that we thought were bad, you know, good a long time ago, Hey, actually the science is showing that they're not so great. And, and that's the great thing about evolution. Um, but I just think that, you know, people really need to look at the studies behind it and come to better conclusions and not just fall into some sound bite from somebody that's just marketing to you. Yeah, it's kind of a scary indictment on society in general right now, like reflected in the skincare industry. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm going to yes. believe the marketing, which is shiny and loud, uh, instead of the actual scientific facts. Make of that right. what you will, listeners. Um, so going back to your brand in particular, do you have a favorite product? Is there anything in there that is your real hero that has just been your ride or die product for life? Yeah, so it's I'll I'll try to make it the shortest story possible. I'll make it real quick, but my number one best-selling product is a product that I literally don't even know how it works, but it's a miracle. <laughs> and and the story behind it is the first salon that I used to work at before I opened the first one with my business partner up in Boston they sold a skincare line. It was a French skincare line and they had this one product that was for acne. And basically they, um, you know, it was for blemishes and you put it all over your face, whatever. And I sold it to clients and, and sometimes it worked, but a lot of times it didn't. But where I was hearing feedback was that it was helping their cysts, you know, the hard sore knots under oh, wow. the skin. They're like, you know, it didn't help for my regular blemishes, but I actually dabbed it on my cyst. And it made it go away so much faster. Well, to this day, and certainly back then, cystic breakouts, the only thing you could do is go on Accutane, or I guess in in the UK, you call it Roaccutane or whatever, um, or get a cortisone injection. But topically, Mm -hmm. there was no product that could help with cystic breakouts. And so, so I was hearing that feedback. Then when I left the salon and me and my business partner uh, went to open up our own place. We brought in that skincare line and I continue to sell it. Um, 
but now I was selling it for cystic breakouts because that's people were saying, wow, this stuff is really a miracle. So if somebody had a cyst, I would say, here, buy this product. And then fast forward, when I started Renee Rouleau, I started developing my own product line, but I sold just that one product from that company. And again, you know, I was just always getting feedback. People are like, oh my gosh, this is a miracle for my cystic blemishes. And then the company decided to discontinue the product. And I was devastated because I was like, we sell so much of it. So I bought the formula from them and named it anti-cyst treatment. And a couple of years ago, we changed it to anti-bump solution and basically um, uh, bought it from them. Then the, uh, the company had a fire and they lost all the, they lost of all the, the research that had been done about that product many, 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 many years ago when they first developed it. So long story short, I never really questioned why it worked because it just worked. But then when I was like, oh, hey, by the way, does anyone know how this works? Like it has these ingredients in it, but these ingredients aren't really things that should help cystic breakouts because really in theory, nothing should help cystic breakouts. So they went back and determined that all the original studies about the product and why it was created and how it was created um, got burned in the fire. And so I basically, I've showed this product to tons of different cosmetic chemists and, um, and including the one that, you know, makes it for me. And no one really knows why they're like, it doesn't make sense why lactic acid, which is kind of one of the main ingredients in it would help with it because that's not what lactic acid does, but it just works. So basically you know, my number one best selling product is specifically for those hard sore knots under the skin called anti, uh, and the product's called anti bump solution, as I mentioned. And I don't know how it works, but it just does. And it's our number one best-selling product out of 50 products. And it's a miracle worker. And yeah, so that's kind of the, the hero product in my line. Sometimes we just don't need to ask questions. Exactly. We just need to let it, let it happen. Just well, because sometimes I'll happen. see it. Right. Because I'll sometimes see on social media, people will go, oh, I found a dupe for Renee Rouleau anti-bump yeah. solution. It's a lactic acid <laughs> serum. And I'm like, you just try to use a regular lactic because I have lactic acid in some of my other products, but I'm like, mm -hmm. nope, I can guarantee you nothing you'll ever find is going to work like yeah. this. <laughs> oh, I have used plenty of lactic acid serums and they have never helped with cystic That's right. acne. So no, they, yeah. Um, yeah, which actually leads me on to the next question. We've been getting so many questions from listeners um, who are suffering with, I hate, I hate the term, but with maskne, with getting mask acne around the, I know, I bet you've heard this a thousand times in the last three months. Um, yes. But it's been a real thing. And at first, when people started messaging us, we were very, at the past, we were like, just wash your face and keep your mask clean and don't be gross and it will be fine. And then yeah. I started getting like really gross cystic bumps under the skin around yeah. and where my mask was and every time I wore my mask. So now I have a lot more sympathy and I owe people apologies. Um, yes. But is there anything that you feel like people should be doing, could be doing either to prevent or to treat uh, when it when it happens? Yeah. So, um, we have a lot of products for kind of, um, acne, but particularly adult acne, which a lot of lines don't really cover. Um, and so, you know, we've been thriving throughout COVID because people are searching for acne products that are appropriate for adults. Um, and that 
you know, that doesn't dry out the skin and helps with maskne. So, um, so yeah, the, the, really the main thing that you want to do with maskne is create an environment in the skin where less bacteria will thrive and, um, easier said than done, but we have a collection of four products, um, in a kit called the rapid response detox kit and it has four products and um and it's their small sizes so they're great you know if you if you don't want to switch to them full time because you don't need to because you're not breaking out you know all the time or whatever but one of the key products in there that uh works really well that people can use kind of during the day is called rapid response detox toner and what people can do is throughout the day i i never like to mess have people mess with their skincare routine during the day because you don't want to disrupt your sunscreen. So for example, like some people are like, Oh, I take a spray mist and miss my skin throughout the day. Well, I would never recommend that certainly for any area of the face, you know, regardless of wearing a mask or whatever, but that's going to dilute a sunscreen and the sunscreen is the most important you want to use during the day. But in the case of wiping over the skin, if you have sunscreen on, you're, you know, taking it off, but you have a mask on and that acts as sun protection. So what you can do is just lift up your mask, use this um, non-drying alcohol-free antibacterial toner, and, you know, maybe two or three times every three, four hours or something, just wipe over your areas that you're prone to getting breakouts. And that can really help uh, prevent breakouts from coming. And then when you do get breakouts, you just have to spot treat it accordingly. But here's the thing, um, not all, just like not all skin is equal, which is why I have the nine skin types, not all breakouts are equal too. And the, and the main difference is, you know, cystic breakouts are typically ones that come up to a bump, but your body reabsorbs that infection and it goes back down under. They're not meant to come out where other blemishes actually do come to the surface into a whitehead. And so your spot treatments need to be targeted for the exact type of breakout. So trying to dry out a cyst with a drying spot treatment that just dries out the surface but leaves a bump underneath isn't going to get you anywhere. So I do have, um, not to sit here and just plug my products, but I suggest people look at um, my Zip Care kit, which has four different spot treatments for each type of blemish, but also through the life cycle of a blemish, because what a blemish needs the minute it comes up from what it needs to when it's left with a scar, two different needs. And so that's pretty unique as well. Yeah, no, it makes sense. It's something you don't really hear about. You just hear like, don't pick your face or use right. X, but you don't hear, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Why would you dry out the skin on top of the cyst? It's going to make the cyst more noticeable and you're going to have a dried out patch of skin right. that's going to be less less than desirable. Uh, so that exactly. makes perfect sense. Thank you. Uh, I do have one question, that, which is entirely just for me because I'm selfish and it's my podcast and I can. Um, what do you use to pink up your hair? What is your pink hair preference? Yes. So um, time is everything, right? We all want fast, easy, and, you know, get time back in our life. So I do not go and sit in a hair salon to get it done because I'd be there all the time because my hair is so light blonde, it would fade out all the time. So I use uh, Overtone. And, Me too. Uh, Yay. <laughs> like a baby. <laughs> like me too. <laughs> me too. So I use pastel pink because I just really want more of a whisper of a pink. I don't want it mm -hmm. like super bright. So I take, um, I use a purple shampoo. I forgot who makes it, but just to kind of like make my hair not be as warm. And then I'll take a bowl before I get in the shower and I'll add in the pastel pink 
because um, they have three ranges, but I use the pastel. And then I'll, I'll mix it in a bowl with regular hair conditioner because even the pastel overtone is a little too bright for me. So I'll cut it and then I'll just section my hair out after I shampoo and I'll put in the pink and wash it out. And so every time I shampoo, I reapply the overtone so my hair stays consistently pink and it, it doesn't fade and that sort of thing. Yeah, whenever I have pink head guests or we have pink head listeners, I always ask, and time and time again, the thing we keep coming back to is overtone. And yeah. I just haven't found anything else that's been as good. Yeah, I've tried a lot of things, but that's definitely my favorite. And I'm I'm actually friends with both of the founders, which makes it even more fun. Oh, that's very exciting. Yeah, we love an indie brand. We, we love yes. one that works. So that's nice. Um, so what is next uh, for you and for the brand? What's on the horizon? What do you see coming up? So I, you know, continuing product formulation is um, something I'm always uh, working on. Um, I'm So I'm, some products I'm working on right now are about barrier repair. So really, um, you know, there's just so much more research on how um, the skin can be compromised if you, you know, strip the skin too much, especially people trying to fight acne, which is why I have a lot of non-drying acne products, which is kind of revolutionary. But, but the challenge with fixing, repairing a skin's barrier, because, you know, a lot of people are using retinoid and, you know, prescription retinoids. And even if you're using those as re- recommended, the nature of them is that they will put little invisible cracks in your skin's barrier and mm-hmm. allow the skin to, you know, escape moisture and get dry and that sort of thing. So, you know, retinoids, which are amazing, and so many people should be using them, you know, trying to manage the side effects of what happens. And so, uh, but the challenge is, is for people that are prone to clogged pores, prone to breakouts is how do you fix a barrier? Because the ingredients that typically are used to fix a barrier, they are oil rich, lipid rich ingredients. And that is not always ideal for someone prone to breakout. So that's what one of the hurdles I'm working on right now is trying to find something um, that can address that need, but without causing problems. Um, I continue to have, um, be pushing out blog content with, um, on my blog and, you know, skin, skin education is super important to me. I went in, went into this business to help serve others and help others. And I don't, I never wanted to be that person. That's just like, Oh, buy my product. This will solve all the problems. I'm sometimes it's that little simple skin tip that's free and doesn't cost you anything. That could be a game changer case in point, you know, as much as I, you know, love selling my anti-bump solution for cystic breakouts. Well, guess what? Dairy may be a problem, you know? So, you know, breakouts mm-hmm. on the chin and jawline area are often related to dairy. So you could cut your break, you know, breakouts and never have to use my product. And that would be ideal. So, um, so yeah, skin education, um, and, and really, um, you know, being, you know, sharing a lot of the truth. And so a lot of times I'm, I feel like I'm kind of fighting internet myths out there and kind of schooling people on the real facts and, and, um, but just trying to come from a place of, uh, you know, research and, and integrity and, and making sure I'm just pushing out, um, good content that people can continue to trust. 
It's an honourable and never-ending task that you have (laughs) taken on for yourself. But we appreciate it uh, because I think we could all do with a little bit more education and I could definitely do with some anti-bump solutions. So that will be my next task. Uh, And I just want to say thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. This was like the nicest chat. I feel like I learned so much. Uh, Thank you, Lindsay. That was really great. Yay, Renee Rouleau. That was amazing. She's really lovely. I just think she has... She's had such an interesting path and I just found her really inspiring as a businesswoman that like I was trying to keep talking to her about skincare and stuff because that's literally the point of this podcast. But I just <laughs> really wanted to ask her about her business and all like the conversations about I got really invested, as you could tell, by the idea of like just trusting your gut instinct and how you know how to do that and how you build a team yeah. around you that supports you rather than pulls you down. That's something that I get Definitely. Like you get dead TMI and overexcited, but like it really scares me the idea of having to run a team again. Because yeah. I used to be a manager and I was dead bad at it, and I just did everyone's <laughs> job for them because I felt bad for setting them up for asking them thing to do things. Um, and she just strikes me as someone who's really good at working out that balance. Yeah. Um, so I just thought she was great, and I do love her products. That mint renewal cleanser is so good. I'm obsessed yeah. with it. Um, so yeah, it's just dead nice. It, it feels like I've cleaned my teeth, but my with my face i don't know um i'll stop but you know what time it is you know what time it is it's time i wasn't sure where we were going then until i was like i, was <laughs> I know we'll do it we'll do it now one two three highlight of the week oh we're out of practice aren't we i know i blame zoom for that I blame, blame Zoom for that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what you got? What you okay, got? Okay. So, um, if you've been following me on Instagram, you will have seen me use this a lot. I think I've had this for about, I want to say, a month and a half now, and I've brought more because I'm terrified that this is a limited edition. They're going to stop making it, and no. I think it's something I want in my um, bag forever. It's from Avon. It's an well, Avon product. What do you know? I mean, that was like a dramatic pause there. Not that it's like <laughs> bad that it's Avon, but um, I was kind of shookest. Um, this is their FMG Colors of Love Sunkissed Cushion Bronzer. And it's in the shade Morning Sunflowers. It does come in a deeper shade as well. Mm-hmm. And the reason I love it, first of all, it's huge. It is um, huge. Look at that bad boy. Oh, it's just everything I want in. It's not a cream. It's not a liquid. It feels so lightweight. It's like a souffle on your face. It's Ooh, just, it's just lovely. like, you can see your freckles through it. Um, the color is like the most perfect terracotta bronze. Um, and the other reason I love it is I've been using it loads of my eyes. I love it. It's like a one-stop monochrome. I do my cheeks with it. I do my eyes, bit of mascara, jobs are good. Em. Zoom ready. Out the door. Zoom out ready. The door. Oh, yeah, not, not out, out the door because I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> no out the door. In the door. And like we said, you it's know, I'm massive. trying to use up what I've got, but I think I'm already close to finishing the it's end like of this. It's like as big as your so face. Much. It's huge. It's so big. Um, and it's so half I've, a face. I've brought more of these in case they stop doing it. Now, don't hate me people in England because I don't know if it's available in England. I have a horrible feeling this is just available. Oh, in don't say that because I'm doing Avon. one that's also not available. I know, sausages. <laughs> but it is England. Uh, we're really helping yeah. you shop your stash with our highlights. We're keeping you on track. Yeah, but this it, it's it's fantastic. It's so good. It feels like a really incredible high end product, and it's something that I I kind of don't want it to be limited edition because I feel like I'm going to need that forever. I've got an Avon related <laughs> story that is only Ooh. tangentially related to the pod, but I don't think I've shared it with you. Mm. Um, so I tweeted a few weeks ago about ASM artists that I listen to because I love me some ASMR. Mm. Um, and I tweeted a list of 
ASMR people that I've been listening to that I loved and one of them is called Peace and Soriety um, and she replied to my tweet saying oh what a small world I know you because I follow Harry Makes It Up and I saw her do your bridal makeup on her <laughs> YouTube channel because she is a makeup artist as oh, well as an ASMR artist so I was like what a small it. world and she often <laughs> does Avon role plays um, on her ASMR oh. channel but she does like decades so she'll be like a 1960s avon lady or a 1950s avon lady and 70s and she's on 80s as well and she's oh got gosh. like all of the vintage avon stuff <gasps> it's wow. so cool and her makeup is always incredible her character oh, makeup i want to watch everything. that okay I have to yeah watch that. i'm gonna amazing. send you the link yes. but i was like oh it's a small world i love you <laughs> um i had a fangirl moment on the internet that was nice so what's um, yours then i feel like we're both gonna have ones that are only available i know i feel bad um, brilliant and I journalism only, here <laughs> i don't want to feel bad. well i i did some active journalisming uh because okay, well we got sent i got sent these by urban decay and i loved them and i mm -hmm. emailed them and i was like could you let me know the release dates for canada and the uk <laughs> and right before we started recording they were like they're not coming out in canada or the uk and i was like well for fuck's sake <laughs> so i didn't really know what to do but i'd already chosen it as my highlight um UK and Canada like there's loads of good stuff <laughs> treat yourself um but it's these Urban Decay Decades palettes they are new Ooh, new palettes these. they're out on UrbanDecay.com and uh, Ulta um and they're <coughs> decades so this is Boogie which is the 70s palette as you can see it is like insanely beautiful and I have fallen in love with it they're all nice um there's Ooh. four I should have them with me but I don't because <laughs> gotta keep it on professional uh but this is the one that's my highlight so it doesn't matter um but it's really really beautiful it's six shades um there's disco diva outlandish i like it uh glitter scene club pop <laughs> and turn up the beat and like i just can't express to you how beautiful they are the um champagne -y, shimmery one actually comes out really cool it looks quite warm in the pan but mm. it comes out really cool and just makes this very funky glittery shimmery eye um, the reddish brown is the same sort of formula where it's very shimmery and glittery. There is then the matte brown, warm brown to do some lid nonsense if you feel so inclined. Um, and then or if Club you may, you'd a, wear that one. Yeah, well, you, I mean, you would be all over like, I like it and Club Pop, the, brown, the brands. Um, but then um, Turn Up the Beat is this absolutely beautiful black and green mm. that feels very Urban Decay. It feels like... This, this whole thing, that's why I love this collection, why I love this palette. It feels very Urban Decay. Yeah. Um, and I didn't have these when I talked to Wendy, uh, so I didn't get to fangirl about them, but it just like feels like a real return to form. I feel like between these and the Stone Vibes palette, I'm not yeah. going to get into like stuff we've loved because like that's a whole other episode. Um, <laughs> but it's been a real return to form. And the Glitter Scene Shadow, which is the glitter, which is what inspired my nails, actually. Hilariously, it's like the same as the nails. Yeah, it really is like matchy-matchy, love it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, it's there's not a lot of base colour to it. It looks silver and it's just very finely milled rainbow glitter. Yeah. And like it would go better with a glitter glue under it or a cream shadow. I just put it on top with my finger and like by the end of the day, I had it all over my face. But in the way that just made me the happiest. Um, but it's such a beautiful, finely milled rainbow glitter that it catches the light in such a gorgeous party way. Um, I just think it's such a banging palette. I'm so upset they're not making it available. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but maybe they will. Maybe if we love it, they will. And maybe you, you could know. get like a makeup mule to order it and send it to you. Or there could be um, some kind of nice alternative that Urban Decay are doing just for the UK market yeah, or something. So you guys might get something that. special they that do we do can't that. get. Exactly. Uh, but if you are in the UK, uh, in the US, sorry, 
um, check them out. I think they're $22 each. But if you buy more than one, if you buy two or more on their website, you get like 15% off. Um, but they're really nice. And yeah, they're on Ulta as well if you're, if you're after your Ulta points. But we love yeah. it. We love it. And it's just dead dinky and nice. Dinky yeah, that's nice. really pretty. For a party um, season. Packaging's lovely. Yeah. Packaging's love. lovely. The whole thing. Delightful. Delightful. Hey, that was a nice chat. That was lovely to catch Weren't up and talk all the beauty. Yeah. And pad the pod dog. Everything. It was pod just dog, like old he's times. sleeping. Yeah. It's getting dark <laughs> already. It's crazy. Nights are drawing yeah. in. Nights are drawing in. Good afternoon. Those quality streets are calling. <laughs> God, I know. I'm like, we've literally just sat before we start recording saying, like, try not to drink. And immediately was like, I could go for a glass of I know. I'm literally night. like, oh, <laughs> I want to make some mulled wine. Ooh, somebody I was doing a live earlier and said mispronounced LMS Pro Collagen as LMS Pro Collagen and somebody immediately was like oh my god they should make LMS Pro Collagen and like <laughs> would drink it would drink it would drink uh, it so just if you're listening LMS on the rocks that's from us to you that's free that's for you you can um, have that but yeah thank you for joining us today uh, you know you can join us on Instagram and on Facebook a Facebook group the Secret Santa is all it's happened it's it's done you've all got your secret santas now which is so exciting and lovely the advent challenge is a happening uh i know difficult eyes has seen her tribute tribute to difficult eyes i did i felt well special i felt like royalty weren't it dead lovely lovely looks so for everyone that's taking part in that that's lovely thank you so much uh the patreon if you feel so inclined to support us that exists uh so go crazy uh or you could just leave us five star on apple podcasts we love that we'll take that we like it's christmas. It stars. christmas it's a time for stars it's a time, it's a time for stars uh, but we'll be back in two weeks with another episode. We will, I know. Imagine. Yeah, look at us being all regular. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to be regular. It's important, important to, to be, be regular. regular. Very much so. Oh dear. On that note. <laughs> love you, I leave you. We'll leave you. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 